It's time for the Drive's Top 4 at 4. Our number 2. Coming at you now on the Drive. Got Tucker Harlan is in with the Top 4 at 4. Uh, Tucker, take it away. Thank you, Bear. At number one, Tennessee continues its SEC schedule with a contest against LSU in Thompson Bowling Arena at Food City Center. Tip-off is at seven. The game airs on SEC Network. Kevin Fitzgerald and John Sunvold will have the call for you. Vols are favored by 13.5 in this one. Bring it on, Matt McMahon. Oak Ridge Wildcat, bring it on. It's time for us to defang the Tigers. Houston. They're really bad on uh, defense on the road. They're giving up like 86 a game in SEC play. What's Tennessee averaging right now in SEC play per game offensively? I don't have it in front of me, but... Uh, it's going to be, what, high 70s? That's what I was thinking. What was I was where? thinking it was 81. 66 against Carolina? 59. Oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't crack 60. That's kind of the only one, though, that yeah. they've yeah. really not done well in offensively. Not gotten over 70, at least. Cause Hung a hundo on the, on the Kitty Cats. Yeah. Yeah, they, they kind of bounced back and took it out on Vanderbilt last night. Because the two losses Tennessee had, it was 59-72. and 72. They scored higher than that in every other game. I had to really resist trolling Matt Jones today. Or last thing, really love this team when they're clicking offensively. Clicking offensively Saturday night, bro. Against Vanderbilt. Ooh. You dropped 90 on us, or 92. Is that, that's not your problem. They're still That guy, he's still... Not starting Billingham. Yeah, I think they like bringing him off the bench. And Z didn't play last night either, did he? No, he did. Oh, he, he did. did. He had a, he had a points dunk and out in a big alley oop. Yeah. Thing I worry about him playing in the next game is Jonas picking up three fouls before the 15 minute mark in the second half. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've seen Matt's uh, what he what he thinks Cal's doing. Yeah. Resting guys to get make sure we're they're completely healthy for the late oh, season. Oh yeah, I'm sure load they management. Are. Yeah, load management at the collegiate right. level, yeah. which is it's something that we the Tennessee fans complain about Barnes. He doesn't manage. He doesn't load manage very well. That's the one criticism you, I will make, lovingly. I love Coach Barnes, fantastic coach. I wish he could be here forever. I like being in the top five. Unlike Polish Joe. <laughs> Go ahead, Tucker. At number two, Zakai Ziegler is a member of the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year watch list, as announced Wednesday afternoon by Atlanta Tip-Off Club and the Naismith Awards. The list includes 15 players from across the country. Janai Broom of Auburn is the only other SEC player on the list. Some other names on it are Kevin McCuller of Kansas, Ryan Kalkbrenner from Creighton, and... Zach Eady. Oh, wow. That, that kid's name it in Johnny Broom. Janai. It's Janai. It's it it Janai. looks like Johnny. It does look like Johnny, though. I've definitely called him Johnny before. I called him that for two years, but it's Janai. I'm not going to stop. I like Johnny. You should have changed it to Johnny. It's more Johnny Broom from Auburn. Sounds like something out of the legend days. Oh, Johnny Broom. Go ahead, Tuck. At number three, as many anticipated, Michigan defensive coordinator Jesse Minter will be joining Jim Harbaugh as the Chargers defensive coordinator. Minter came to Michigan after a season as Vandy's defensive coordinator, which followed three years as a Baltimore Ravens assistant under Harbaugh's brother, John. Here's the thing about some of these guys that are going with Harbaugh. 
and that I don't think people are giving enough thought to is that like Jesse Minner, he ain't talking to they aren't gonna I don't think they're ever gonna strip Michigan of this national title, no matter what comes out, because none of these guys are gonna talk to the NCAA. Yeah, they- Harbaugh's not gonna talk to him, Minner's not gonna talk to him, uh Stallions definitely won't <laughs> talk to him. Nobody's going to talk. How do Michigan fans feel right now? Yeah, you got your national championship, but then... I think they've deluded themselves into thinking that Sharon Moore, and I hope he but does. But he he's taking all the other coaches with him. Well, that, and there's... people. Are, Michigan fans are going to have to temper expectations, which they've never seemed to have been able to do successfully because uh, they lose the bulk of that team. Yeah, yeah. So, Most of it's in the NFL. I mean, it's going to be a completely new team and staff next year. So, but yeah, good for him. You know, just getting away. I don't at blame Rafferty those guys. It, Would you talk to them? No. Houston? No. 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 I mean, you, Michigan's a thing of your past. Why should you? I tell them they were number one in my book, if you know what I mean. And oh yeah. Uh huh. Slam the door in their face faster than a Jehovah's Witness. And finally, at number four, there is a chance Bill O'Brien will not be the Ohio State offensive coordinator after Ryan Day named into the position last month. Day has said he will not be calling plays for the season uh, for the Buckeyes. That's Ryan Day that will not be calling the plays. Uh, But with Jeff Halfley's recent departure from Boston College, Bill O'Brien is now considered a top candidate for the job in Chestnut Hill. That'd be a perfect job for him. Upper Northeast Corridor, Houston. He did a good job. He, I'll tell you the he one did thing, a really good job at Penn State. He uh, saved Penn State yeah. from becoming just going to the great. They would have never done anything. Oh yeah, again. given the circumstances, that's about as good of a job as you can do there. And we carried that program. It just doesn't do it for me. But it's at Boston College, so it might be a perfect yeah. fit. Like if you're at Boston College, you can survive up there for a while and nobody will really get on to you. Well, I think that's exactly can... what Boston College is just trying to yeah, do right now exactly. is survive. When when you six or seven games a year, and that, that's kind of all they can ask for at this point as long well, as you don't dip gonna, into two or three a year. The thing that will kill schools like that, what a lot of people are, schools like Boston College are essentially become feeder schools. Um, oh, yeah. And it's, like They're going to become glorified ju- junior colleges. Well, it's not just like that for football. I mean, think about basketball. When have you ever known Boston College to be relevant in the last 15 years? No, it's, been, just it's been a while. Transfers. Pearl was there, and they got caught in the – is that the point shaving? Not, not that did had nothing to do with Bruce Pearl, but it was Boston College, wasn't it, that was in Goodfellas. Henry Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there was a big point shaving scandal. Bruce was a is what, that a, student is that a better job for O'Brien? Is it better to be the head coach at Boston College and win six or seven games, or to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State and make the playoffs? Somebody recently, um, well, yeah, a couple somebodies got hired away from their head coaching positions. I think it was at South the South Alabama coach and the Buffalo coach both went to be coordinators at Alabama. Right. I guess that's different though, because Boston College is at the Power Five level. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe. And they just lost their coach to the NFL. Yeah. I just, I, what do you, Bear, you, you, uh, yes, I, I don't know if the money's the same. It might, it might be about the same. What, what's a better job for Bill O'Brien as far as getting eyeballs, getting recognition, and potentially moving up into a bigger job, be it head coach or coordinator in the NFL? Is it the head coach at Boston College or the OC at Ohio State? OC at Ohio State. I think so, too. And there's also a really good chance. 
if your offense is great, but Ryan Day can't keep from shooting himself in the foot again this year. That's a good point. You're sitting there. You've got you're your the coach, next Ryan Day coach in waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an offensive coach. You've been a coach at Penn State in the NFL. Yeah. Alabama. Now, granted, he cratered the Texans, but they've rebounded nicely. Yeah. That's just because he's probably not a good – the best GM to have around, I suppose. Yeah. 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 But then again, I mean, if if I were him, like, if I were a coach at that level, I would be doing what these guys are doing. I would try and beg, steal, borrow any way I could to get into the NFL and get out of college until it settles down and there's some – there's just no rules, man. I, it's unbelievable how much these guys have to work. Not only that, like, like I'm sorry, but Boston College will never be able to compete at the NIL level with Alabama, Ohio State. I mean, I mean yeah. they, they you got to just could, be a damn but, good coach. You know, yeah, but not consistently. It's I just guess not the money. The other thing you have to ask here, I mean, part of the reason Halfley's out and we've been talking about it is he felt like he was a fundraiser. fundraiser yeah. Does Bill O'Brien want to be a fundraiser or does he – you know, want, want to go to Ohio State where he doesn't have to deal with all of that, and you know well, maybe the thing he about makes it is, some you more probably, money. Who knows? You probably don't have the problem at a place like Boston College. I, I guarantee they, it's Boston College. There's money, but you don't have a collective. It's all about these collectives, and that yeah. and that's why Tennessee can't sit on their hands to tie it back to that because they're coming with who they're going after is Spire. Yeah, and that would cripple us right now. No, because you just open up Spore, and we'd be good yeah. to go. Yeah, well, you know, I'd occasionally have a good idea. That's Tucker. a good idea. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Tucker. It's a top four at four. It's a pretty good one. Solid. Yeah. Eight six five five four six eighty two hundred. If you want to join the program today, uh, yes, Tennessee does face LSU tonight in basketball. Tennessee, you said it was thirteen and a half. I had it at fourteen, so the line's moving around a little bit. Not much. The odd shark number in their analytics say Tennessee wins eighty seven to seventy, which would track right on pace with yeah. what LSU does on the road. Yeah, I, I was talking with Russell yesterday on the show that that would uh, be something similar to the Florida game and what we saw just as far as a final score, and that tracks, you know, 85-66 in that game. And you know, I think LSU will be able to score a decent amount of points, but I don't think they've seen a defense like Tennessee on the road. And are they a big three team? Like, do they shoot a lot of threes? They can. Okay. Um, th- you know, they, they struggle in the post, though, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they got that big guy, Will Baker, that can score a little bit inside. He he can score both inside and out, um, but obviously a lot of transfers on that team. The guy I didn't mention yesterday, Jalen Cook, I believe he went 5 of 8 from 3 against Arkansas on Saturday. Now, I don't, I don't know how far you read into that because Arkansas is really struggling right now. Yeah, I mean, you look at that team and say super talented, but I, safe to say some of those off the court, Rumblings, where maybe. Are we at? Uh, where are we at on that? So, Devo Davis has rejoined the program. No, I mean, is it a rumor? Was it just internet BS, or is there? I don't know if there, it's BS. I mean, there's some smoke there. There's I mean, some smoke that yeah. that Musselman lost the locker room, and that he uh, uh, every message board in Arkansas, even the insiders are saying there's no way Musselman's back at Arkansas next year. Wow, it, they're just not competitive right now in games. There's got to right. be something going on. I, if that's it, then it would explain a lot of things, I would say. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go to the phone lines for the first time today where we oh. have uh, we have Trey batting lead, batting lead off. Tennessee truth teller Trey. There, we retired that name. So, peace and desist, sir. 
Trey's uh, terrible uh, takes. Trey? There we go. Thank you. Trey, Trey peace is a two-way street, my friend, okay? You want to you lay hey. off some of the cheap shots you like to take at me? I'll retire it. I have. I have uh, yes or no. I, I it's a yes or no question. Two, yes, two weeks. Two weeks I haven't taken a cheap shot. At least two weeks. Stevie is who took the most recent cheap shot at you on VR, sir. I keep track of your cheap shots. Ooh. What, what was it that Stevie uh, said? He oh, it was Joe performance in the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Oh. Mm. So It was not yeah. great. Yeah, we've covered that. So, anyway, I uh, just, you know, if, if you guys are wanting to know, Bears, Bears been pretty uh, unassailed lately. So, it, Tucker, where, uh, where do you sit at when you go to the games? Where do they put you guys? They put us, okay, so they're on, where we sit is on the side of the away bench, um, kind of near that student section on the other side of it. So, I'm on the same, I guess, side of the court as all the – the, the big money people that sit front row, but I'm like right next to the student section over there, if that makes sense, on the same side as the away bench. Gotcha. Okay. So you're the same side as the away bench, but yeah, you're okay. So you're, you'll be pretty far away from me. I was going to heckle you. Um, <laughs> okay. So are you, are you going to pull, uh, what that guy pull the night Alabama, that stunt where, you know, the crowd gets really quiet. Um, Right before the national anthem. Oh yeah, there. keep your hands to yourself, Nate. Yeah, somebody that. said something like that before the South Carolina game. I'm not sure. This might surprise you, but I'm, I used to be a big yell at the quiet moment guy. Yell no, doesn't oh, surprise me at all. Yeah. Keep your hands to yourself, Nate. That's classic. Oh, that's awesome. That was well played. Uh, well, Tucker, if you uh, if you sneak around to the Ray Mears room, I'll I'll, I'll sneak food out to you if the press uh, the, the you know the press box spread it and uh, up to your liking. Interestingly enough, that's where we've been having all these midweek availabilities lately. Hmm. It's kind of odd. We used to not do them in there. Do they clear out all the food before you guys come in there? Yeah, and they lock up the, uh, the ice creams all locked up and the drinks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. all of it's locked yeah, up. That's a shame. They have this uh, green Alfa Romeo sitting out there right now in front of this like backdrop. I'll I'll take a picture of it for you the next time I'm down green there. Green Alfa Romeo. A green Alfa Romeo. Nice looking I'm car. In, like a in the Ramirez room. It just outside of it. Like, like Alfa Romeos are either okay. like super sports cars or they're like bizarro looking sedans. Yeah, so like in that little I guess yeah. corridor that goes between one side of Thompson Bowling to the other, and the Ray Mears room is right there. Between the Ray Mears what? room and the court, one of the entrances to the court, that's where the Alfa Romeo is. Hmm. Well, well I, could, I could explain that because it's the you know, Harper's Auto Square Courtside Club. That's like uh, if you get the passes, get up. in. Yeah. Harper's yeah, Alfa Romeo. That's, that's what's going. Yeah. yeah, they've got Alfa Romeo now. They've, they've added that. Uh, my mom has one. Don't recommend them. So mm. you're... Trying to be weird, choose you know choose a different brand, uh, guys. I, tonight, I, I I feel like uh, especially with me in the building, we're we're going to easily get that cover. I tried to look into LSU and see what kind of team they are, and they just seem like they don't. You know, I think with Houston, you were saying they don't they don't play well on the road. Yeah, they're That's, bad I, I defensively. Don't. Now they've got the ability to score a little bit, but their defense does not travel. They they can get hot on offense though. They're athletic. Yeah. Which surprised me the game, but the the total is a little low. I thought about taking that, but I went ahead and said, no, nah, I want to cheer for the Vols to win. 
my other pick was the over in the Alabama Auburn game because I just I couldn't I I couldn't bring myself to pick a side on that. Uh, what time where do you guys off? lean on that one right now? I believe that's the same time as Tennessee and uh, yeah yeah I love same exact time. So on ESPN two. Yeah, I mean Bama. You would think. With them, just game in and game out, you'd probably be on the safe side to take the over. But um, I feel like Auburn is pretty solid on the defensive end. If if you let them get you, especially at home, I, I would imagine it'll be a tougher time for Alabama to try and score a lot of points down there. So that's a fairly high uh, over under one sixty two and a half tonight for that game. So okay, uh, Auburn currently a five and a half point favorite. I, I'm going to stay away from this one, but I do. I mean, you got to like Bruce Pearl in the yeah. jungle. Like I, Alab or Auburn yeah. rather does not impress me as much offensively as Alabama, but I just can imagine that one probably goes a little bit lower scoring than the 160 or whatever it was you just said. Well, sucker, you're crapping on my bet. So, oh jeez. Um, <laughs> I hope I hope you're wrong. Um, I can't I, be. I mean, they're they're. they're yeah, they're, but they're usually uh, they're usually high scoring games. Um, I look back a little historically, and maybe this year's Auburn team is a little different. But um, uh, all the way out, guys. Have any of the uh, the bashers, the Legion of Miserable, they called in yet, or are they just they're just going to wait for you know us to take another loss before they they poke their heads out? Not on this Not show. On Polish show and Phil. Polish show called on. The G.I. Jake show earlier today. Yeah, he did make an appearance on the station today at about uh, 10.30 or so, maybe yeah. a little later than that. He uh, he said we should hang a banner for scoring over 100 at Rupp in a very facetious tone. Okay. Still miserable. <laughs> hey, I got I, I got to give them credit. They're consistent. They are consistently idiotic, but, uh, you know, I respect, I respect the absolute refusal to admit you're wrong. Um, even when you're confronted with facts and reality and you sacrifice your happiness just to keep thinking you're right. But hey, that's, that's cool. That's the way they want to roll. If they gave out Nothing an award Bill? for it, it would it would be the Marcus Young Award. It really would. <laughs> Wouldn't it, boys? He was trying to dodge responsibility today by the not young, wanting to place bets. <laughs> the Young Cup. Yep. Uh, that's my guy, I though. I start fading those picks, too. It, well, guys, uh, where's Russell at today? He's under the weather. Oh, Russ, if you're listening in, hope you uh, hope you get to feeling better, buddy. Uh, but uh, guys, that's all I got. Um, love you guys, and uh, are we doing VR tonight without Russ? Uh, that uh, will uh, TBD. TBD. Me and Davey Hudson got to connect here after we both get off work. We'll have I'll make it. I'll put it out on Twitter from the fan run account. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're awesome, Bear. All right. Well, hey, love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good afternoon. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. I want to. I want us to. I really want us to just take care of business. This next. This next portion of the season. Like we. I feel like we've got two. Two more portions of the regular season to navigate. We've got these next six. This feels like a don't slip up stretch. Yeah, we we have to. Like take, you said, take care of business. business. Stay focused. Just play. Just go out there and grind it out. You know. Don't worry about style points. Le just lean your shoulder into it and get it done. Got to be six I, and zero before we head to. Is it Alabama? Who do we play first? Well, we do have A and M Saturday. Auburn is the first of those games. That's the only one. Yeah, 
That's a late tip too. I think that's eight. Is it eight? Yeah. 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 I don't love that. I don't. Seven I don't local, but eight for our guys. I don't. I don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a hostile environment down there. So. Bear, I want to leave this up to you. Mm-hmm. I know the mayor's on. Do we grab him now? Let's go ahead and take our break right here. Okay, you're the clock let, keeper. That's we'll, why I just wanted we'll to let, check. We'll let the mayor. We're we're way overdue. Um, we'll let the mayor collect his thoughts before he addresses uh, his constituents. Probably fair. Review the speech. Yeah, but go we'll over be, the finer talking points. Yeah. Anybody else want to call and weigh in on anything we've talked about today? Our phone number is 865-546-8200. Again, 865-546-8200. And you're listening to The Drive on Fan Run Radio. Welcome back into The Drive as we rage along on a Wednesday afternoon. Did either one of you guys are Beatlemaniacs? I would not classify myself no. as a Beatlemaniac, no. I celebrate their entire catalog. That's what led to my... That's where the, the genesis was for my love of all things... Uh, British? British, yeah, with the Beatles. Mm. Hell yeah. So, But let's get back weird. The phone lines are starting to pop now. Uh, let's get back right back to them where we have the mayor of Sono, Philly. Good afternoon, Phil. How are you, sir? Nice night, Bear. How's it going, my man? How you in Houston and uh, Tucker doing? Doing good. Feels like spring a, outside. Tennessee's playing basketball tonight. I know. It's a deadliest, less Wednesday. How about that? Well, you know, a little under the weather. Decided to take a day. That's okay. The new lineup allows that sort of thing to happen a little more often. Don't need to battle well, through the flu. You're talking about you getting a little air time now. I mean, I didn't know you were on the show here sometimes when I hear the show. Well, I, it's a feeling out process, Phil. I don't want to come in here and step on anybody. I know, I know. I still miss you in the mornings, though, because without you in the mornings, uh, uh, I don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? It's not- just it takes none of us. Have you noticed this about, I mean, not only me, but like a lot of drive, uh, people on the drive and listeners of the drive, we aren't really good with change. Like, it messed up everybody's routines. Yeah, I sure did. It's weird it not hearing, mine. like, I, I've, you know, forever spent my lunch hour, hours, uh, listening to uh, John and Big Mac, Cody McClure. So, it just takes some getting used to, Phil. But we're yeah. glad to have Houston. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll continue to listen to you all, that's for sure. But, uh, well, let's start with, uh, y'all talk about Michigan winning a championship. And uh, the bomb's going to fall out on them. Is that what you were saying earlier in the show? I said it, it very well could. Yeah. Most of that team's gone. Harbaugh took most of the coaches with him. Is The guy that's been standing next to the guy, you know, I, I think that's a pretty – it's going to be a pretty tough uh, – Well, not, and not to mention if the NCAA snoops around. Yeah, Harbaugh and those guys might skate, but they may come back with something for the university, some scholarship – reductions or some kind of sanctions or something it's just weird i mean harbaugh the savior of michigan football and he he did what he said he was going to do i'm going to come back i'm going to restore michigan to greatness i just don't think when that contract was signed many michigan fans thought the second he did it he was going to leave 
half the team would right. disappear and he'd take all the coaches. And, Phil, I guess my big thing is this is the one thing that and – and I think that everybody would support it around the country is this is something the NCAA – they don't need to come in and bully, but they need to come in and thoroughly investigate what was going on up there and specifically – because that goes to the integrity of the game, what right. they were doing. I mean, we're not talking about the kids – Getting a, a lamp, you know, a flight or a car. They well, were getting like down in Georgia. They were there, yeah. They were they were what Michigan kind of being accused of doing was, you know, manipulating the college football playoff. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, though, I'd be I'd be in their shoes coming off a national championship because that national championship was played in the field, and there's no way. They can strip them from it or not, but it's still they're still the national champion. It's like Rick Pitino in Louisville. It's the same thing. Okay, they can do all they want to strip them on this side and other, but that championship's still there. Yeah, everybody like, saw the game. Yeah, Cal Cal's played in what is it? How many Final Fours has he been stripped of? Three. It's two or three. Yeah. I mean, we we all know that because I remember Memphis choking because they couldn't hit their free yeah. throws. Oh, Kyle, though, I mean, he's still. I'd trade him in a minute for Rick Barnes. You're insane. I'm not either. Six Final Fours? I'd rather have Barnes. You would? How many? This will be the year. This is not a, uh, I I promise this is not a a fiery question. How many Final Fours has Cal been to since Barnes has been at Tennessee? Has he been to one? That would be a no. Okay, just curious. I didn't know the answer. I was just asking. I couldn't remember if it was one or zero. Well, I think Kentucky's only won one NCAA tournament game since 2019. If we're going to sit there and rip uh, Kyle Perry, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's they're furious about it up there. Because after that, uh, what was it? PJ Washington team haven't won anything since then. I, well, they they beat Providence last year in the the round of 64, and that was yeah. it. I mean, you, I mean, he, he's had he's had Cal's number more often than not. It's really strange. I talked about it last week, Phil. That uh, Barnes usually gets the better of Calipari. Calipari usually gets the better of Pearl, and Pearl, for whatever reason, pants yep. Barnes on the regular on the reg. Well, some coaches, uh, you know, can be other coaches. That's just, that's just the way it is. It's you know, it's like former can beat Spurrier. It's the same type thing. Or when Pearl was here, and he had Donovan's number, even when Donovan had some of his best teams I mean, ever. Yeah, all, all kinds of NBA starters on that team. Well, tonight Tennessee should win. I, I just as long as they win, I care. Because Texas A and M is going to be a difficult game Saturday because they play that old slow down stuff, just like uh, South Carolina. Yep. And, uh, yep. It's going to be rough and tough. Although I think uh, South Carolina's got better big guys than the Texas A and M does. They are. Playing uh, incredibly well, I watched that game. It was a good game last night with yeah. them and Ole Miss. Yeah, I felt like South Carolina might have got away with one there at the end. Now the Possibly. guy would have he would have had to hit all three of his free throws, but I'm a little surprised that you don't get that call at home late like that. But I, I give it wasn't at home. No, I'm saying I'm surprised Ole yeah. Miss didn't get the call at home. Like that was they were in Columbia. Yeah, it was in Columbia. Oh, now that explains it. Oh, and by the way, uh, Vegas really knew on that one. Spread was three and a half. <laughs> Did you watch I'll tell that? you what, Chris. Yeah, I watched it. Chris Beard. Chris Beard's a great coach. You wait if he just upgraded his talent a little more than what he's got now, he'll be hard to handle in the SEC. Oh yeah, he's going to be a problem. 
this best basketball it's gonna i really think that we'll end up being the best basketball conference when it all, all this stuff shakes out oh, maybe as quickly as next year I mean, I know Texas is slipping a little bit this year, but you look at just the name brands of Oklahoma. And when Texas was it? Russ was tight when Mike Slive went around and uh, got on. You know, basically told everybody to hire better coaches. Yep. Yeah, went around about it. And, and Sankey really championed that too. He's like, "Look, you guys want to keep making more money. You guys keep wanting to, you know, have all this extra for facilities. The TV contracts for basketball are pretty lucrative too." Let's take it seriously, please. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about really what the three or four states to the south of us, South Carolina, Georgia, both the Alabama schools, both the Mississippi schools, didn't care for the no, longest they time. they didn't care. No, look at Auburn and Alabama now. Alabama's cared since the 70s because they're really the first SEC team to start getting black players. They like winning down there. Yes. In all sports. Well, Barbara Ross, the one that – Hired C.M. Newton, who uh, began Alabama basketball. Now, yeah. I will say, before Oates got there, they were it was just a constant 19 and 15 year in and year out for them. But they, they have had some good teams before, I suppose. Well, Rick there, Sanderson. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was weird. There were those. Uh, C.M. Newton. You know how in football we'll go down to Florida and it doesn't matter how good we are. It's just that's how that's what. Coleman is to me. It's like going oh, yeah. to basketball. It's like going to Gainesville in football. Like you probably, Alabama, they're just good. Alabama and Tennessee are very similar in basketball. Neither one of them have gone past the lead eight. As good a talent both schools have had. Somebody, I saw a list. Somebody put it out on some of the major schools that have not been to a Final Four, and it's just mind-boggling. It's like Alabama, Tennessee, Purdue. That one's a stunner. Missouri has yeah, them, right? Missouri's, Missouri's a big in one. there. They're yeah, a co- Missouri's a big time school too. Hadn't got there. Yeah. So, well, it's weird because amazing, really. they were good in the Big Twelve. Yeah. But then they jumped over here and they've just kind of been like an eight seed at best in the tournament. Coming to the SEC uh, elevated their football program, but it completely uh, cut the cut the legs out from underneath their i feel like their their basketball program yeah and it's weird because they joined the sec in a period like we were saying where they didn't really care that was one of the selling yeah. points wasn't it phil remember they were, when they were selling us on bringing mizzou in it would help the basketball the kansas city and st louis markets the only reason they brought them in yeah uh, i don't i don't understand it myself but i guess this is it's all about dollar, television sets to watch ball games i guess yeah so the sec gonna go out and get a Virginia and North Carolina next, so they get more television sets. Is that what I, I think the about? next thing I wonder if if there's going to be what'll come next. Any more? Um, oh, what's the word? Houston um, realignment, conference realignment. Mm, yeah. Or if the big change that we're all that everybody can see coming, where they're going to have to. I don't think they're going to. They're going to have to split either split football off or. You know, the Power Five is going to have to separate. And then they're going to have to place these schools back in uh, some kind of divisions to make uh, more make sense. When it, yeah, yeah, just logistically. Like, there is no reason in the world that, you know, the Oregon women's volleyball team <laughs> should be flying <laughs> to Rutgers, to, to New, you know, to New Jersey on a Tuesday, you know, missing classes and fly all the way across the country for a volleyball, a conference volleyball game. That's that's stupid. So it's a waste. They won't spend that kind of money on it. So I, yeah. that's what I think. I could see that happening. It's going to look a lot like the NFL, I think. 
Well, John, join me talking to you civilly today. Dub me not there. kind of helps out, don't it? Oh, is that what it is? Well, it could be. Hmm. One more thing. Tell Trey that I'm in 119 row 28. If he wants to meet me tonight, I'll talk to him, and uh, and he can t- tell me all that stuff about about the barns bashers to my face. See you. Ow! Oh, man. Okay. Keep, keep your eye up there, uh, 11928. Yeah. I'll... I'll I'll have my eyes up for the oh, mayor of South that, Knoxville. They, they're just chatting. They're gonna go to Petro's, get them a orange tea and a a double P. They'll be just fine. <laughs> Don't let them fight. That'd be bad for business. Don't want to lose a call. What What if I'm like a mile away and I can't do anything about it? You hustle over there and you break it up. With what? What do you mean? What if I can't do anything about it? It's an arena. It's not a state. You're not gonna. I mean, it's like a couple hundred feet. He, he really, uh, he really gave out his seat number, huh? I'll be looking on TV tonight. Yeah, see if I can see him out there. Just do you? Well, I, I'm not trying to be mean. Do we think Phil cheers at games, or is he just kind of no, like, like yeah. he just nods like yeah, mm-hmm, I mean, no. that's right, that's the way? No, no, he Phil, Phil, make no mistake. You'll never meet a bigger Tennessee fan than Phil. Well, I've known big just, fans who they're just so intent that you know, and intense during the game, they're just kind of like, "All right, we're just watching and here, okay, it's a good play, good play there, good play." They don't no, really get no, into Phil, it Phil, and cheer. No, Phil gets rowdy. Okay, just checking. Philly gets rowdy. Just checking. Things get rowdy down there at the tank. No, bunch of dudes drinking massive amounts of beer aren't gonna. They're gonna sit there quietly. It's a good point. That's that's fair. Who we got next on the phone lines? Or anyone. I, uh, you told me Roberto. Yeah, it is Roberto. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I didn't write it down because I told you because you're supposed to write it down. I had it. I had it. I just thought about it. Tell you what, let's take our last break of hour number two. Sorry, Roberto. We will have Berto on deck, and uh, we'll get you right in. You're listening to The Drive on Fan Run Radio. The, the Drive. drive. Yeah, you never, you never, you guys didn't talk about that story? No, I never heard it. Oh, that was, we talked about that forever on the drive. The elephant. The uh, elephant. The elephant story from India. Yeah, there was a poacher and it apparently uh, murdered a, this uh, mama elephant's baby, baby elephant. And she hunted the poacher down to her village. I can't remember how far it was. Killed her. And then, like, a couple of days later at this woman's funeral, the poacher's funeral, this damn elephant comes out of nowhere and shows up at the funeral and gets a hold of the, you know, body. The poacher, the body again, throws it up in the air, tramples it. So was the woman just, or excuse me, the elephant just hiding in the room or in the woods as they are, like, discussing funeral plans or something? No, like, this elephant traveled a fairly long distance to find to get to the funeral it was one of the most bizarre stories i've ever read just to make sure she was dead yeah i respect which led me to firmly believe that elephants probably a little bit smarter than everybody realizes but i don't know they never forget but yeah it was a wild story hold a grudge anyhow but we were back on the drive sorry about that though i could tell you guys were just so 
shocked. I, I don't know how I never heard that story. It's an interesting Most story. Most wildlife stories uh, would come on my desk before the three and out would start. I, I'm just surprised. Yeah. Who knows? Well, let's get back to the busy, busy phone lines where we have Roberto. Roberto, you're on the drive. How are you, sir? Hello? Hello. Roberto. Oh, you'd already buzzed me in. I never heard that. Yeah. So I, about I guess five that happened before ago. the break. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's fine. I, uh, you know, I, it's as if you guys have to pay bills or something over there. I don't think I'm that important. So just muted the phone. So, um, you guys, you, you would ask about how are Michigan fans feeling? I actually had quite a bit of interactions with them this week down in Florida, and I'd like to give you some on-the-scene reporting. They think their poo-poo doesn't stink anymore. That sounds about right. They literally were like, oh, there's, there, we didn't do anything wrong. I was like, what? And then in the same breath, it's like, yeah, look what Tennessee's doing. You're a Tennessee fan. I go, yeah, these aren't the same These aren't the same things. There's established rules about using video footage and breaking it down for signals uh, that is not – that's done from the stands versus there were no rules at the beginning of NIL. And – that was the only, you know, because you guys had asked how much NIL interaction or this whole Nico stuff I'd figured out I'd, other than that. And that that's still to this day, like, whatever. And, I, and then I kind of popped off and I was like, well, enjoy Sharon Moore. You, you know, you guys are really going to do well with him. And the guy's like, I think we'll win another national championship with him as coach. So not only are they <laughs> a-holes, they're okay. <laughs> they're freaking delusional. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. And they're with not even mad that Harbaugh is taking all their coaches. They nothing, just want to deify the man. Yeah, nothing wrong with spying on opponents with video at all. But you know, it's very wrong flying a recruit across the country on a plane. Shameful. When there's no rule against it. Exactly. You left that part out. When there's no rule against it. Yep. <laughs> it just yeah, they're delusional. Uh, you know, I used to. I, I was okay with them winning it. I guess this year because I just didn't want to see the other teams necessarily win it. But uh, now I kind of wish that they would get stripped their national championship. Feels right. I mean, it'll still count. But you know, they're a holes and delusional. So, in case you were wondering, Houston, there's your reporting on the scene with Roberto. Um, Surprising, but also not really when you know a little bit about that fan base. Yeah, the, the Michigan men, as they call themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or that that conference. They're as arrogant. They're more arrogant than SEC fans. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They really are. Yeah. They 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 are big conference first guys. They're not you know as long as their conference is winning, that's all they care about. You know they brag about. Michigan fans have been known to brag about Ohio State winning the national championship, and I'm like, don't you hate them? Yeah, and it's funny because like, they uh, they've pumped up basketball for the longest time as if they were the super conference when in reality they've only had like one team from each of the last three years make it through to the second weekend. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty garbage when it comes to that. Though, you know, uh, this year it's kind of fun that the SEC, uh, you guys were talking about it when, when Slive and Sankey both were like, you need to be good at basketball, and we started going paying coaches that were good, right? That just decimated the ACC, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Look at the ACC. They are so bad. They're so bad. Oh, yeah. There's what? They have two teams, maybe three, that might make, I guess Syracuse technically. So maybe they'll have three or at the fringe four teams make the, uh, the uh, national championship. Roberto, last I saw, I think it was two. Well, it's Duke and UNC. Yeah. But uh, I think Syracuse is in the top 
50 of the net ranking, so they, they, they might sneak in there. I'm, I'm looking right now. Uh, Lenardi, in his most updated bracketology, does have the ACC currently with four. This is crazy to me. No. The, the Pac-12 with three. Yeah, that, that's been part the for the Pac-12 is hot They're garbage mess. dog, hot mess. dog water. Because they've had They're what, awful. the L.A. teams and then Arizona in for the better part of the last couple of seasons, but, you know, they it's it, it's not been good for a while out there because Utah and Colorado that's are not true, then the SEC better be getting like nine or ten. I think they will. Currently at nine. I, I think ten is probably a number. If the if the Pac twelve is or fourteen or sixteen or how many ever or ten, or two at this point is getting three in, then the SEC probably deserves ten. And because that that would include Texas A&M. Are they in right now on the Lenardis? Uh, I'm gonna guess yes, but let me double check. Sorry, yeah, it's it's so. hard to know when someone else isn't. Well, it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, I was just getting that tonight is a big game for us. We really need to put it on LSU tonight. Um, and uh, I know this is gonna gonna come as a surprise to you guys. Hey, Tucker, the guy you were hearing uh, scream, uh, Nate, uh, keep your hands to yourself. That would be uh, that'd be yours truly. I know it comes as a surprise to to people that I scream at coaches in the quiet times, but I do it every time. See you. It's actually you. Well, he's gone now. Well, we my, can't ask my him. My drop. Uh, I think he's claiming responsibility. All right. Okay. I can't refute it. Do you have any evidence to the contrary, Tucker? I don't know because I I didn't get a look at the guy when he screamed it. Why are you doubting him? What you calling you calling Roberto a liar? No, yeah. I'm not calling him a liar. I just, you know. No, you, you kind of are. It's okay. It's all right. Trust but verify. Right, Tucker? Yeah. 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 That's fair. All right. I'm okay with that. Let's get back to it. All right. We got Brad and LaFollette. Hey, Brad-o, what hey, do you uh, say? How's it going, guys? Good, man. How about you? Doing great. So, uh, no W. I guess he's throwing his hat in the ring for the, uh, the Crest Cup, huh? Yeah, it's funny how that works out, Brad. You know, everyone, oh, he's never here. He's never here. Well, who's here today, brother? That's right. <laughs> Somebody's got to work. Somebody's got to work today. Who's here today, uh, Chris, you're, Chris you're, uh, guys, you're crazy if you think Tucker's going to break up a fight. These kids, this this generation, the first thing they do is get their cell phones out. Uh, They're not breaking nothing up. Well, okay. In, the, in, the, in that case, the least you could do, Tucker, is video the fight so that we can watch it later. We'll just live stream it to us. I don't know. Go on FaceTime with us and Russell. Yeah. 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 Watch Phil and Trey just duke it out in the concourse. I would be careful around Phil. I've never met Trey, but I... I Trey's, a, Trey's a big boy. He's, I'm wondering he's how this fella. fight would look on the, the, the big uh, screen. I'll keep my eyes near uh, section 119. There would be a strong chance that one, if not both combatants, might end up... What's that noise Russ makes? <gasps> yeah. The quickest five-second fight ever. I don't know. Phil is from Vestal. He hails from south of the river. That's true. They're, they're built a little different out there. Now, I heard this. Uh, I was watching Feinbaum the other day. I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on this. He was um, Feinbaum had said that they were wanting to do, this was before the Tennessee-Kentucky game, they were wanting to do an interview with uh, Calipari and Barnes. To kind of promote the the game, this is the the biggest game of the the conference so far. So Barnes was on board. Uh, Feinbaum said that he he was talking to him on Facetime because Barnes had left practice early to go to his office to to do the interview. 
and uh, Paul Barnes was on his way to his office, um, they got a call from Calipari and said that he wasn't going to do the interview. I thought that's pretty interesting that uh, Feinbaum would throw that out there and kind of, you know, throw Calipari under the bus or refusing to do an interview like that. What do you think, Brad? Did they say? Did he happen to say why? Did like Calipari give a reason? He didn't. He didn't give a reason. That's fascinating. He had to. He, I'm sure he had a pretty because him and Barnes are they're friends. Oh, they're like they're like bros. I, I wonder if maybe Calipari is worried about the the visual of him being buddy buddy with the Tennessee head coach. But that's kind of weird to agree to it and then think better of it, especially when it's you know a close friend and you're trying to do it to promote a big game in the conference. Yeah, and they're both to the point they don't care what people they shouldn't. think. They really shouldn't. They don't. Neither one of them do. That's why I think it was. Maybe I'm his sure dog was, a, was sick again. Yeah, I mean, I it was kind of. There could be a valid reason why he had sure. to back out of it. So, because there's there's no, I don't buy into any of that simply because Calipari and Barnes don't care. They don't care what people say. Um, they're totally secure in who they are. So, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Feinbaum would throw that out there. I mean, usually media members, yeah. They'll, they'll kind of just okay. That surprises you, Fine Bomb? Oh, I, I, it surprises me. I mean, he's in bed with the conference. He's, you know, you'd think he'd have their best interest at the tip he's of his. He's still like stirring it up. Though. I, that's true. I mean, he's he's a he's a radio guy for sure. But I mean, I don't know. That's it's a little surprising, especially when he didn't give a reason. If it had been something you know serious or that made sense, and you give a reason, okay. But to just say, oh yeah, we had a plan, but Calipari backed out. It's a little little underhanded. Guys, uh, how many points does Triple J have to score tonight uh, for that uh, for the Kentucky game not to be considered full gold? Fourteen. Yeah, that's pretty good. He needs to stay in that ten to fourteen. I'd be happy with ten. Yeah. You, if you told me he was going to give us ten points a night, plus what he does on defense, and then just the the leader, the intangible things like the leadership stuff, and you know, kind of. Being the the old man of the group, yeah, I, yeah, perfect. Well, also, Brad, uh, to kind of answer your question, like let's all just admit and agree it was fool's gold. Like he's not going to do that every night. No, that's a career high. Yeah, but but can he? Yeah, him and Zakai both. Now Zakai's been, he's like, been streaky like that. He's a little more consistent with a big pop every now and then. Yeah, but he's he's been playing. Zakai's been playing at a really high level. Uh, since we've gotten into conference, really play, outside of the South, South Carolina, Carolina game. Game. Yep, absolutely. Where you know it's just that happens in just about every basketball season at every level. Uh, I was watching. Uh, I was watching South Carolina the other night, guys. I tell you, I, I don't know if I want to play South Carolina again. Those guys, they they play ball like a bunch of bullies. What what is it about them? They're the one well, team in the league that we so can't bully. Right I mean, they've they've got a good coach. He did yeah. really good in the portal. Um, it's a good combination of three point shooting and then just tough defensive players. I was gonna I was gonna say they're, they're timely with threes, but they work then, their ass off on defense. Yeah, but then they and the biggest thing is that that Matt kid. How tall is he? He's like six nine. He's six nine, and he he's got a buck eighty. He, he can shoot it. <laughs> he can. He's got a really soft touch from three, and he can yeah, shoot it. Up. And that's what makes them. He's what makes him really and really dangerous and then uh the one kid i wish we had was a kid from mississippi state what's his name tolu 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 smith yeah Yeah. he's a good big man 
I'd like to have I him. Have a, I think uh, I think we're showing more leadership on on the team right now. Um, Zakai Ziegler, I think, is, is I think he's assuming that role. I, I noticed that. I don't know if you guys caught it or not, but during the Kentucky game, a Waka Toby Waka got whistled for a for a tick tack foul, and he looked at the sideline and threw his hands up, kind of that same old deal, like uh, like against the South Carolina game. Yeah. And Zakai Ziegler run up to him and start smacking him in the chest. Let it go, let it go, let it go. All right, Brad, sorry, buddy. We got to we gotta run. Uh, thanks for the call. We'll be back with hour number three next on The Drive on Fan Run Radio.